Hello, and welcome to Fine Wine, where I talk about media that may or may not have aged like fine wine and wine about it. Today, I will be covering the 1946 film Wanted for Murder. Um, this is a British film, and it stars Dulcie Gray as the leading lady, Anne. Um, so... As it's a British film, where else would it be taking place aside from London? You know, the only city in Britain. Um, no other cities exist. I can confirm that. Um, so, we see Miss Anne um, go down to the underground because she is having to meet with a friend at the carnival. But she ends up... Um, like missing the tram uh oh and she ends up meeting this guy we don't know his name yet but we will in the future but she ends up missing the tram well not tram she ends up missing the underground and then it ends up like breaking so she and this guy they like talk for a bit and they like hit it off they're like good friends sort of now I guess well not good friends but they, they like each other. So Anne is like late for this meeting for... She's meeting this guy named Victor. Um, so Victor, he's like pissed because he's at the carnival all alone. And he thinks he's gotten stood up. So he's like walking around. Um, and honestly, at this point, I thought Anne was going to die. Because we were with a strange man in the underground that's not her friend. Um... That's like a recipe for getting murdered right away. And then we get like, then we cut to black because there's um, like power outage. So she's even more delayed. So I'm like, oh, she's definitely getting killed right now. Turns out she doesn't and she arrives at the carnival all fine. Um, and she shows up and she's with the guy that she met at the train. So... She, like, he walks her over to the carnival, and they're like, okay, see you later. But Victor sees this, and he's like, what the hell? So I'm like, hmm, this guy Victor, he's like, I don't know. That's not, like, giving me good vibes. <laughs> um, so, also, Victor had a hat on at the beginning of the movie, and I thought he looked, like, dan he looked dandy at the beginning of the film with the hat on. But now he takes his hat off, and he, like doesn't look that good. He doesn't look as good without the hat, let me tell you that. Um, so we have them at the carnival, and Anne's just, like, not feeling it anymore at the carnival, so she's like, I want to leave. But Victor's like, babe, you just got here. So, but Anne's like, no, no, no. Um, I'm, like, really tired because... I had to spend two hours in the underground because it broke down. And Victor's like, I had to spend two hours here at the carnival waiting for you. Um, so that's like a bit gross. I mean, neither side's really at fault, but come on, dude. She was just like trapped for two hours. Give her a break. So they split up and Victor's like sort of sad about it because obviously they had like a little spat. But the thing is, Anne just thinks of... Victor as, like, a friend, but Victor is, like, 
he's not thinking of her as a friend. He is like, we're a thing. Um, so that's not very like, not very bomb diggity. <laughs> but okay, Victor is played by Eric Portman. Um, and the guy that Anne meets on the train is named um, Jack Williams and he's played by Derek Farr. Um, but we get more about Jack later. Um, so they, Anne and Victor end up going their own ways. And the next day, Victor is like, God, that was like such a downer last night. So he ends up leaving his um, flat. He lives with his mom and he's like, see you later, mom. I guess his character is supposed to be like 30 or something. And he, but he's still like, I don't know, the relationship he has with his mom is like sort of weird, but you know, I, I can't judge. <laughs> um, but, oh, well, I don't live with my mom, but moms, but you know, but the, the relationship he has with his mom is definitely very out of the ordinary in terms of like how she still treats him as like a baby and how he sort of like leans into it that's what's weird about it not that he still lives with her but the way that they're like their dynamic is weird so he leaves and his mom's like don't forget your coat or your hat um that's what's weird about it so he ends up going to the flower shop and he gets a little bouquet of flowers a bouquet if you will um, and then he goes over to where Anne works. Now, Miss Anne, she works at a record store. But this is like a record store, like from the 40s. So they have little listening booths with record players where you can like say, hey, I want to listen to this record. Can I like preview it in the little sound booth? So it's sort of like, um, I guess like iTunes, how they have like a little preview button where you can like listen to a little snippet of a song. Well, like not iTunes now, but like iTunes before streaming music happened. It's like you can listen to a little snippet of a song like preview before you actually spend money on it. So this is like, they have little sound booths. This is sort of important, I guess. So... Um, Victor shows up at the at Anne's work and he's like, oh, hi, Anne. I want to listen to the... Well, he doesn't say hi, Anne. Um, he goes up to Anne and is like, I would like to listen to... Well, I would like to um, see this record, please. Can you play it for me in the booth? So he and Anne go into the booth and this is like his little ploy so they can like have a little romantic thing. So he, like, gives Anne the flowers, and all of her co-workers are like, Oh my! And Anne's like, Oh, shucks, it's not really anything. Because, like, this dude, he's, like, so not on her radar. Like, her radar is not picking up any of his signals that he's putting out. So he gives her, like, um, a little, little flower. Um, but he as he leaves he sees um another guy come in but he leaves because 
Anne's boss is like, oh my god, get back to work. You don't come here to to talk to people when you're on duty. So go to work, Anne. And also, those records that you have on the chair are expensive. Don't just leave them on the chair or somebody will sit on them. So she shoes Anne out and Anne's like, oh, sorry, Victor, but you have to leave and I have to get back to work. See you later. Um, so Anne leaves the little booth and Victor um, leaves as well. But the funny thing is they had like a little bit of comedy in. So the boss lady, she then goes into the booth with another customer and she's like, she puts the record on. And then she sits on the record. She told Anne, put those away because somebody that's stupid is going to sit on them. And guess what? She's the one that sits on them. Who's stupid now, boss lady? Um, so yeah, Victor leaves the shop, but then he sees... Um, Jack go into the shop and start talking to Miss Anne. So he is like, mm, that sort of, he's like, he doesn't like it. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm-mm. But um, Jack only talks to her for a second before he leaves. And um, pretty sure Victor like follows him. So fun. He stalks the guy because he's like getting possessive of, possessive of her, even though they're like not a thing. Um, so um, there's also a bunch of murders going on. <gasps> Mur- <laughs> yeah, there's murders going on at the same time. Um, like completely separate to Anne at the moment, but Anne is like blissfully unaware of it. But the police are like, oh my god, you guys. Um, we're like looking for this strangler dude. He's like strangling a bunch of women that are like brown-haired. And guess what? Anne's brown-haired. Um, so the police are, like, looking for the murderer. And they don't have the evidence they need, but they know, um, what kind of evidence they need to get him, but they don't yet have it. So, they're, like, trying to get stuff. Um, and Victor, he's, like, he's a bit messed up in the head he's like from like you can tell from his relationship with his mother but then also from the way he like interacts with Anne and stuff he's a bit loose screwed so he actually ends up blaming this on what essentially are daddy and granddaddy issues because his father was um surprise hanged for murder for strangling so he's like, it's in my blood. This isn't my fault. Um, no, dude. Um, you can keep yourself from strangling people. It's not, it's not not your fault. <laughs> but also, we get like a few shots of Anne, and I realized that Dulcie Gray, the actress that plays Anne, she looks a lot like this um, one YouTuber, Bernadette Banner. Love Bernadette Banner. And Dulcie Gray just, like, looks like her, except from the 40s, which is great. Because I know Bernadette lives in um, the UK now, so it's like, all the things are coming together, babe. Like, wow. Um, So Anne now, like, um, gets off work, and Jack comes over, and they go on, like, a little walking date. 
And they're actually a much better looking couple than Anne and Victor would have been because Jack has like sort of a dorky look, but it's like dorky in a cute way. Like, go you, Anne. Um, and he's all, and he's like actually sweet. And he can also look good without a hat on. <laughs> um, so a few days pass and Miss Anne and Jack are on a date to like a little restaurant for lunch. And my man Jack, he drops the album. Yes, he says, I love you to Anne after a few days. That's not a record by any means, but it is pretty impressive. I think that he drops the album that quickly. Like, wow, dude, get on it, I guess. And the thing is, Miss Anne, she reciprocates the I love you. So these two young'uns in love after what? Like four days knowing each other? That's crazy. Somebody find me that, lol. No, but so now we get back to Mr. Victor. Um, so Mr. Victor, he has gone over to like this display. So they have like this display in London. It's not real, I don't think. Or at least I wouldn't know because I wasn't living in London in the 40s, may have been alive in the 40s, but I wasn't in London in the 40s. I was doing other stuff. Um, but there was like, there's like this little exhibition that they have of like a guy getting hanged. But it's like, it's like, um, so at Disneyland, they used to have like the presidents, like animatronic presidents. Um, they might still have that, but they have that, they have that at Disneyland. So it's sort of like that, but with a guy that murdered a bunch of people that's about to get hanged. Jolly old things, you know. Um, So Victor goes up to the display and he gets like real mad. He's like, murder. So, you know, as you do, he punches the head off of that um, like sculpture thing. And then he just leaves the security. There are security guards in that like little exhibit that he went to. Nobody saw him do it. Nobody tried to stop him. Nobody was like, hmm, isn't it weird that that one guy that looked very mad just left? And our like display is now messed up too. Nobody put two and two together. Um, nobody checked the security cam footage because... Um, Obviously, London doesn't have those. Well, maybe they did. Maybe the aliens gave it to them early. <laughs> uh, that's a joke for all intensive purposes, by the way. Um, so he gets all mad at the hangman guy. That's how we know he has like daddy and granddaddy issues with them being murderers and him like blaming his his murderous um, his bloodlust on them. But it's not bloodlust he's after. It's um, asphyxiation lust, I guess. Um, since he doesn't stab or anything, he just strangles. By the way, he's the murderer. Um, if you didn't get that. Um, he's the murderer that's been killing all these girls in London um, by strangling. 
and the police are on to him, but they don't have enough to make an arrest. Um, so Anne is like, um, she's like all happy with Jack and she's like, um, talking with like her girlfriends, I think. And she's like, you know, I was friends with Victor, but just like in case he thinks that there's like a future for us, I just want to like let him know that that's not a thing. So like... Anne calls up Victor and is like, hey, dude, we should, like, talk. Um, and Victor is like, he, like, know he knows Anne is, like, not wanting to, like, go on dates with him or anything. Because she's, she's rejected him a couple of times now that she's been with Jack. Um, so Victor's, like, sort of miffed at that. But he's like, yeah, let's, like, talk. Meet me in this isolated park in the in like an island place like um we'll meet and then we'll take a boat to the secluded island in the park that's very covered in brush and a place that is definitely not where a murder would happen you know um great things but i think they actually just say we'll meet at the tower and well not tower we'll meet at the um statue and Anne tells Jack, um, hey, by the way, Jack, I'm going to meet Victor because I just want to let him know that, like, we are nothing. Like, we can, like, still be friends, but I don't want a future with him. But that's what she's going to meet Victor for. And Jack's like, you know what, Anne? I don't really feel comfortable with you doing this, especially with, like, a murderer that's strangling brunettes going around right now and you know you're a brunette that's also around the same age as all the victims but Anne's like no it's fine um so despite Jack's protests Anne goes to meet um Victor but luckily before she goes Anne's like hey by the way Jack this is where we're meeting so if you're that worried like you can come like after we meet up and like to pick me up or whatever it's like honestly pretty healthy relationship um they voice their concerns they give each other compromises but they're not they're also not completely barring each other from doing what they think they need to do which is like great healthy love that um so meanwhile victor he's like we cut to him he's madly scribbling in his little pocketbook in his study um so he's like madly scribbling in it and then he ends up locking the little notepad pocketbook into the into his little secretary it's a cute little secretary i love little secretaries not like human secretaries i'm not meaning like he put I didn't mean he, like, inserted something into the secretary, like, pocketbook. But, um, secretary desk. I I know none of you guys were probably thinking, like, a human secretary, but, you know. <laughs> um, so, it's a really cute secretary desk, um, and he locks the pocketbook inside. Um, and then he, like, storms off because he realizes he's late for his meeting with Anne, and his mom is like, wait, Victor, no. Because she, 
she like knows something is up with her son. She like knows he's um, a bit loony. She knows his father and his grandfather were murderers. I think she, I think it's revealed that she um, was almost a victim. It was of Victor's dad uh, <laughs> before he got executed. Um, so that's fun. So the mom like knows, but it's her son, and she can't. She doesn't want to do anything that would harm him. Um, so that's also like why she babies him. Like honestly, great character writing. Um, so Victor, he goes and meets with Anne. This is where they're like, hey, let's go and like take a boat. But Anne's like, no, Victor, let's just talk here. We can talk here. Is that okay? But Victor's like, no, we need to go somewhere else. There's like too many people here. I don't want to be talking with about this here. Let's go somewhere prettier. So he like drags her through the park. Um, and then he's like, yeah, let's get the boat and go out to the island. You know, totally not suspicious. Use your brain, girl. Use your brain. But so now... Um, Oh yeah, it's revealed Victor is 35. Um, 35, that's a bit old for murder, right? <laughs> what a nerd. But so, yeah, it's revealed in his pocketbook that he's like 35. Um, because the mom ends up, she ends up getting too worried about Victor. And because she knows that, she knows, she knows that Victor is meeting with Anne. And she knows that Victor is like, you know. A murderer so she's like oh my god this is like dangerous for the girl so like i just need to make sure victor's not planning something um so the mom ends up breaking into his into victor's secretary desk and taking out the pocketbook i think she like stabs the secretary desk with scissors like stabs the lock to open it up and it opens <laughs> like well, that's a flimsy lock if a pair of scissors are able to um, break it open. Or she's just super strong. Um, I mean, it would make sense since her son's a murderer for her to be like superhero or something. Well, not superhero, but like superhero strength. So she starts reading through the pocketbook and she's like, oh my God, it literally details all of the murders that have gone down. Like time, place, girl's name, what they looked like, all of it, like... It's not even evidence at this point. It's just like straight up facts. Um, well, evidence is facts. But um, she's like, oh my God, Victor, what are you doing? And it's like so hard for her because she loves her son, but she knows he's a bad guy, but she just wants him to be better. She wants to fix him. But she ends up being like, oh my God. She's like, oh my god, oh well, I just have to protect him because he's my son. So she ends up um, tearing out the page. She ends up tearing out the rest of the murder pages in the notebook and throws it in the fire. Okay. <laughs> you do you, girl. Incriminate yourself as well. But she's like, okay, I need to stop this murder. So she reads where Victor is going to meet with Anne and she goes to the park because she's like I need to stop this murder because otherwise he's going to jail not because she's like fearing for the life of the girl she doesn't feel bad for the girl she just feels bad for her son mm, you do you so at this point 
Jack also goes to the park, and Jack's like, oh my god, um, they're not at the statue like they were supposed to be. Um, so he's, like, freaking out a bit. And the mom, she's, like, it gets to the park, and she's, like, looking around, because she knows that her son's gonna murder a girl. Um, so she's, like, frantically looking around. Eventually, she ends up going to the popo. She goes, she goes to the police. Um, so she is, like, um, with the police. But the funny thing is, earlier, we have a shot of the police in their car just patrolling the park and we see through the side like Anne and Victor walking in the park but this is before like they know he's gonna kill her but it's funny because like we see them through the police car which is like I don't know this movie is very good with its um with its everything this movie's great I love it it's like one of my favorites Totally didn't expect it. But I'll get into that more once I finish this section of, like, um, explaining the plot and stuff. Um, so, Miss Anne and Mr. Victor, they are on an island um, in the park after taking a boat out. Um, the boats, it's they have to be returned by 5 p.m. So, it's, like, almost... It's like 4.45 or something. And Anne's like, Victor, we should go back. It's like, we have to return the boat and we have to be back. Um, But Victor's like, no, let's stay here. It's okay. But Anne's like getting really uncomfortable with the situation. Like, Victor, dude, what? Well, we know he's trying to kill her. But like, dude, what are you doing? This ain't how you get a girl. Um, But Anne's like, no, dude, like, we should really go back. Um... But then Victor gets, like, all crazy eyes, you know? Um, and this part is, like, so tense. So I'm like, I hope Anne can swim. She better be able to swim, right? Um, so Victor gets all crazy eyed at her, like, wanting to leave. So Anne is like, Victor, why are you looking at me like that? And then he's just, like, getting closer and he's like, I'm sorry, Anne. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. It's like, it runs in my blood. And Anne's like, what do you mean, Victor? What do you mean? What are you saying, Victor? Um, girl, you know very well what he means. Um, so he goes in for the kill. He goes in to strangle her. Um, but Miss Anne, Miss Anne is prepared. She whips out her bag. Her bag saves the day. So she, like knocks him on the head with her bag and she like runs away but as far as she can on the island so victor's like chasing her through like the the bushed island and he's like i'm sorry Anne. and Anne's like screaming but like too bad nobody can hear them really because they're on an isolated place in the park meanwhile the mom is like getting in touch with the police and she's like Dudes, there's, like, a murder about to happen. Well, no, she's not, like, there's a murder. She's, like, my son's in the park. I need to get to him now. Um, She's, like, not telling them really what's going on, but she's, like, I need to get to him now. This is, like, an emergency. Um, But the police can't do anything because the park wardens, they 
they are in charge of the park, so the police can't do anything about it. And there's this whole thing where, like, the police are trying to get the park wardens to, like, stop the orchestra from playing so that the police can go into the park and find this woman's son. But the park wardens, they're like, nah, we're not letting anything stop this orchestra performance because it's like what we do. We love obstructing people from doing their jobs. <laughs> but the park wardens are also like, um, it'll take us 30 minutes to get to where you are. So not our problem. Like least helpful characters in the movie. Well, I guess they're helpful in like creating tension because if anything, this end stretch of the movie from when Anne and Victor get together for their last time to like talk things over. So tense, like builds up the drama. The score is great, like building up the tension, maintaining the tension, even when we're not with the murderer and the victim. Like that is amazing how you're able to sustain that. So, um, Finally, the orchestra starts performing, but the park warden's like, after Jack gets there, and Jack's like, hey dudes, my girl is there as well, um, and I think she's in danger. So the detectives that are also investigating this murder, the murders, they're like, um, wait, your son's there, and there's your girlfriend there? What does she look like? She's brunette? Oh my god, we have our guy. So the detectives are like, this is Scotland Yard Park Warden. Um, can we please um, get the park closed off so that we can do our jobs? So now that it's not just the local police, but like Scotland Yard who are investigating these strings of murders, the park warden is like, Ugh, fine, I'll let you guys do what you have to do. Um, so, but the orchestra is about to start playing. <gasps> Another bit of tension. So the orchestra starts playing, but immediately the one of the police guys, I think he goes up to the conductor and he's like, play the end, play the end. So the orchestra like immediately starts their first piece and then immediately stops. <laughs> like they start their symphony and then they play the end of their symphony like right away. So obviously the crowd is like, oh, what's going on? But, and then also police are closing in, like, on their horses. So, obviously people are going to get curious. So, not like a crowd, like, forms. And they're like, oh my god, what's happening? But now, Jack, he's trying to get into the park as well. Because, you know, he needs to be the one to save his girl. Because the police have been very unhelpful so far. Partly in, um, Partly due to the park warden but he doesn't really care about that because like he needs to save Anne so he um struggles getting through the police barricade because they're like nobody's coming into the park anymore y'all we're closed um so people are like now crowding there so Jack's trying to get in but he can't so he has to find another way in he's able to get in some other way so he ends up going to the place where you rent boats for the lake. So he is like, oh my god, dude, um, I need a boat. <laughs> Get me a boat, please. Um, I need to stop a murder from happening. The guy's like, the boat guy, he's sort of like, 
mm, I don't know, dude. But once Jack is like, dude, my girlfriend's about to be strangled, he's like, okay, you can go. So Jack boat he boats on over, and the police now are in the lake as well, and they're in their police boats with, like, sirens going. So now that all of our characters are in one place, um, with the police, the confrontation's happening... Anne's, like, freaking out because she's run out of space to run on the island and Victor's, like, catching up to her. But now that the police sirens are going in the lake and the police are on boats, Victor's like, oh, nah, dude, I'm out of here. So he's like, oh, crap. Especially once Jack gets to the island because Jack is, like, pissed off. You know, this dude tried to kill the woman that this dude loves and that loves him back. So he's, like, going after Victor now. But Victor, since he pieces out, he's like, nah. He jumps into the lake, and surprisingly, he's a very fast swimmer, even in full-dressed tux and leather shoes. He's able to swim very fast. But Jack's not going to get in the water because, you know, his suit might be expensive. He might be poor. He might not be able to afford another one. So instead, he consoles Anne, and Anne's like, Bro, what the hell just happened? I was almost killed. That was wild. And Jack's like, No, it's okay, babe. I'm here now. I love you so much. I'm so glad you didn't get strangled. Um, So they're, like, all happy now. But now, we're left with just Victor and the police and the mom. So the mom, she ends up going over to the lake as well because like she's the one that told the police so she was like allowed in to help find him because you know she might know where her son is um but the police are all on the other side of the lake at the shore and victor sees this and he's like oh nah dude i'm out again so without either shore of the lake able to be um, escaped on foot in either direct. He's, like, not able to escape on foot once he gets out of the lake. So he's like, nah, dude. <laughs> so he just drowns. He just lets himself sink to the bottom. I mean, probably because his clothes have soaked up so much water at this point. They're probably as heavy as, like, iron boots or something. But he just sinks. And that's hilarious. Like, he sinks so fast. I don't know, it's something about him just um, seeing the police on the other side of the shore, being like, I'm not going to let myself be executed. Uh, then he like just sort of back backstrokes away a little bit, and then he just sinks. <laughs> it's just very funny. Um, plus, it's the lake like five five or six feet away from the well not five or six probably more like 16 feet away from the shoreline is it really deep enough to drown in i don't know but the man sinks and he supposedly dies um oh my god what a fun movie and also that's the end by the way what a fun movie did not expect that at all from this movie. Um, but yeah, The Last Pursuit, it's like 30 minutes of pure adrenaline intrigue, 
good music. All your senses are going. Like, your eyes are being treated. Your ears are being treated. Your brain's working like, oh my god, are they going to die? Are they not gonna die? Like, what's gonna happen? It's so good. Well, obviously you can't really feel that now, but... Now that you know that Anne doesn't really die, but you still feel the tension. The tension is artfully constructed. Um, like, so good. And then, especially, I don't know, it's not just not knowing if she's going to die um, by Victor's hand. It's more the portrayal of it. Like, the fear in Dulcie Gray's face when Victor is, like, holding her and trying to, like, strangle her and also being so, like, showing his weaknesses and then Anne not being able to do anything about it, really, except be there. And it's just... Oh, it's so great. It's so great. <laughs> and then, of course, we have Anne ending up with the hotter guy, which is always a treat. But very good film. Wanted for Murder, 1946. Also, this film was made in 1946. What was in the water? Like, wow, what a great film from 1946. Honestly, if somebody had told me that this came out in, like, the 60s as um, a period as like a period film noir I would have totally believed them because the film quality is like top notch, the audio quality is top notch for the time this was the 40s like half the crap going around in the 40s is like watching (laughs) watching pixels dance across your screen. I've seen plenty of things from the 40 that 40s that look not this great. Like everything looks so crisp and it I don't know. It's just a great film. I gush about it. I'm gushing about it now. I'm gonna gush about it in the future. Wanted for Murder is I think hmm top 5 film for me. Especially going into it. Didn't expect it. But if you have time, watch Wanted for Murder. It's also free on Amazon Prime, I think. It might not be if you're in the US, but I know in like the UK and Europe, I think it's on Amazon Prime for free. On So give it a watch if you're able to. That's all for this episode, folks. And I will wine to you next time.